the Life in High Gear podcast. I'm Kristen Kenny, your host and coach. Welcome to episode four of the Life in High Gear podcast. Today, we're talking about something a little bit difficult, and I'm going to challenge you. And in the spirit of that, I'd like for you to find your next exhale. Take that exhale and let it be long and let it be thorough and let it be fearless. And then hold that exhale out. And notice your nostrils. Start to draw the breath in through the nostrils. And once you've taken a full breath, hold that breath in. In the spirit of finding your strength, feeling your strength in your body as you take this breath. And then let's let it out. Friends, what we're talking about on this podcast is a lot about envisioning the goals you want to achieve and how to get to those goals, make them come true. At the same time, I have to tell you, if you're hearing my voice, there is a really good chance that you need to get out of your own way. And I'm going to add some levity to this, but I do realize that this is a very serious topic. And I'll tell you why. When I work one-on-one with coaching clients, this is something that always comes up. And it's something I know going into my work with someone that most people are standing in their own way. So People have said this many different ways. You're your own worst enemy, for example. Different ways to put that, yeah? So this topic today is a bit of a tough one, but it is so important if you're going to get what it is you want out of life. So you want to treat yourself as if you were someone that you were responsible for helping. I'm going to say that again, friends. This is a quote from one of my greatest teachers who I look up to, Dr. Jordan Peterson. Treat yourself as if you were someone that you are responsible for helping. And you are. That's a lot of what this podcast is about. It's a meditation. It's a place for contemplation and a place in consciousness to come to terms with the things that you need to face in order to reach your goals and have a peaceful, abundant, and happy life, a blissful life. So in the last episode three, we talked about radical self-care. And one thing that came to mind after many of you let that self-care episode sink in was that it's one thing to recognize the ways that you need to be loved and then give those loving things to yourself. However, if you're trying to achieve a goal, however large, however small, if you're sabotaging yourself, you need to know that. So this is so crucial to your success. Many therapists and coaches recognize that when you are 
in your own way, sometimes it's because you are practicing what are called coping behaviors, otherwise known sometimes as addictions. And this is part of why we go into consciousness or meditation. But before we go too far into this, I'm going to confess to you that today's episode is really being brought to you by a listener. There's a woman who I was speaking with who listens to the podcast and she revealed to me that she is just in the past few weeks alone. She is thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars, um, not in debt, but in, um, in terms of spending on herself, um, buying bags, shoes, clothing, and buying material things is a way for her of coping with whatever is going on in her life. And friends, I'm talking about someone who is extraordinarily successful and has a beautiful family life, a beautiful personal life, and an incredible success story in terms of running her own business. However, there's something going on with her where she needs to cope with her real life and some pain that's there by buying things. And they're not things that she can't afford at the same time. Many people who do overspend or have what's known as a shopping addiction, they are spending money that they don't have. So there are many addictions and addiction is a really strong word. I recognize that. I honor that. So I'm going to just tiptoe around that for today. We are going to be talking about addiction in this podcast, but for the sake of episode four that we're in now, we are going to simply keep it to self-sabotaging behaviors. So whether we call that an addiction or whether it's just a small or a large action or a set of habits that keeps us from living a peaceful, honest, calm, abundant, and self-actualized life, these are things we have to look at. And we have to be brave. And you have me to help you with this. So I do have a client who was really trying to lose weight. He was obese. And we did a lot of things to help him. He had a meal delivery service. He exercised. He took up a hobby that was sort of dormant in his life and started uh, playing a sport. And he did so regularly. He was so committed and he would wake up really early in the morning and play this sport. It was a team sport and it took such a great amount of commitment on his part. And when he didn't have meals delivered, which got to be really expensive, he was during the day eating pretty humble, very well-balanced meals. And he was doing by all accounts really well. But he wasn't losing weight and he wasn't seeing me for fitness goals, but he was trying to lose weight because he was quite obese. And one thing that happened with him was 
that he just wasn't being honest. He wasn't being honest with himself and he wasn't being honest with me. And I can feel someone out there wondering, well, you know, he regulated his meals. He took up this new sport. How could he not have lost weight? And what happened with him that he finally admitted to me was he would wake up in the middle of the night and he would eat massive amounts of food just whatever food was around and it wasn't anything that he even really tasted he just ate in order to satiate or numb the pain that he was feeling in his life either from past trauma or from what was going on in the present day or both so this isn't funny and it's um really serious And it was keeping him from his goal. And eventually, he had to be referred to someone else who could help him while working with me in order to tackle that, uh, essentially, an addiction, an eating addiction. He was doing emotional eating. He was even doing it unconsciously. He wouldn't remember that he would do this and he would wake up in the morning to go to play sports and he would see the food out from the night before and it was really sad but it was so liberating that he could share that with me and then I would help him be accountable going forward to not engaging in that behavior and look at what was keeping him stuck there so between him and this other incredible woman with her not overspending but spending in order to cope It made me think about you and it made me think about you taking care of yourself, you going back to episode one, doing the five steps to manifesting your dreams in this universe. You can envision your dreams. You can vision board it. You can do the things you need to do in order to make things come true for you. However, there was a step in those five steps where I believe it was step five which is one of the most important steps where I said everything you do needs to be in alignment with your goals. And what happens is that you just need to get out of your own way. What is blocking you from your goals? So take a deep breath out with me and just consider that for a moment. What is stopping you? What in your daily life are you doing that either needs to be removed or augmented in order for you to reach your goals? So I wanted to share with you as you consider that what exactly self-sabotage is. How do we how do we really define that? So there's something called coping behavior. And then there's actually self-sabotage behavior. And that behavior is a behavior that creates problems in your daily life. So it doesn't just keep you from your goals, friends, but it creates real obstacles and it interferes with your long-standing goals. Among the most common self-sabotaging behaviors are procrastination. That's big, right? Procrastination, 
self-medication with drugs or alcohol or sex, comfort eating, so we just talked about that with that client, and forms of self-injury. And that could come in different forms. So what came to mind just there when I outlined self-sabotage for you? Because I'm about to present you with something else. So take a breath because we are going to get you help. Let's talk about coping behavior. Coping behavior is defined as a series of constantly changing cognitive and behavioral efforts to manage specific external and or internal demands that are taxing or exceeding the resources that you have. So coping is a way you manage stress and it manages your anxiety. So what are you doing in your life? Are you doing what the woman I spoke about earlier is doing? She's overspending. She doesn't need these material items, but she's buying them to manage her anxiety perhaps and her stress because with all the success she has comes great responsibility and potentially stress. So what are you doing to cope and what can you do that would be healthy to cope? So I'd like you to think about and perhaps now write down a couple of things that you enjoy So imagine your special place. Where do you go physically that feels like home to you? Where you don't have trauma or stress or responsibilities around that physical space. For me, in my house, I have a room where I can go meditate. And actually anyone who comes to the house or lives in the house can go meditate. It's a safe place. And we honor that in our house. But I've had spaces before in my life where I just had a pillow on the floor. And that was a safe, sacred pillow where I could just sit. It was just an everyday pillow. But I would sit there and be conscious and stress-free. You can also feel the stress when you go to this place and look at it and be brave But whatever has come to mind during the course of this podcast today, you really do need to look at it sooner or later. If you don't, this is really how you're going to go through life and those goals will not come to their full actualization. So knowing that you're coping, you're doing what feels right for you to cope, to manage stress. And it might even be in the form of an addiction. But make friends with it. Look at it. And when you're conscious and still, and we'll take a breath now together in stillness and in consciousness, wherever you are, find an exhale. And let's look at this thing. And it could be a set of things. And there's nothing to really change right now. There's nothing to transform. This is just looking at what is keeping you from being honest, 
from getting what it is that you want. And while we're looking at it, you know, things that like to be hidden, things that are painful, things like overspending, overeating, over whatever, it really doesn't want to be looked at. It's like a monster. And shining the light of consciousness on this monster will make it shrink immediately. So there's nothing to really, like I said, transform or change. Just look for now. And whatever you're coming up with, perhaps it's something very grave and serious that you really do need to tackle this demon, this dragon. But maybe it's something small that you can change. Maybe it is, as I mentioned earlier, procrastination. I can tell you that I would procrastinate habitually. I don't know really why, but it was something that I had to stop because of the nature of what I do for my work and mostly for my peace of mind. I stopped procrastinating. I stopped being late to things. I started showing up early for everything I do with very few exceptions. Procrastination is a is a tough one and it's literally running away, pushing away what it is you have to do. And you shouldn't be doing things you hate, right? If you're doing things you really hate and really can't stand, you need to look at that too. But pulling back onto the topic of where are you ruining things for yourself, blocking things for yourself? And this is a really tough thing that you've done today. So I want to share with you that I'm really proud of you for looking at this. Do not be afraid to write to me and tell me how it's going. I love hearing from you guys. You write to me at mylifeinhighgear at gmail.com. And let me know what you've come up with. And I've heard it all, so you can tell me what you have noticed is blocking you. And let's take a deep breath to close. Let's be grateful that we've been brave together to start at least to look at these things. And if, you know, for some of you, this might be this might be repetitive. You might have already stared your demons in the face, but there might still be blockages. There might still be work to do. And that's okay. There's no need to transform overnight, but looking is an immediate change and has let that dragon, that demon, that tough thing start to weaken. So I'm really proud of you. Let's take that next exhale and notice the pause where you're empty. There's nothing to do, there's nowhere to go, there's nothing to be, nothing to think, nothing to fight, nothing to notice. And then take a big inhale. And you're inhaling in all possibility. And right now, the story of I am and filling in the blank has gone away. You can be anything you want. You can change your story at any time. But by going into consciousness, you're shining the light on things that don't work and you're going back to who you really are. So you're going back to the I when that story of I am goes away. And I'm 
really proud of you for doing this. You've gotten to the end of this podcast. You can pause it, start it again, pause it a million times. Do what you need to do and share with me. If this has been useful to you, please consider supporting the podcast on Patreon. The link to that is in the show notes. My email address to reach me, Kristen Kenny, is in the show notes. And we are going on a gorgeous retreat coming up at the end of February 2019, going into March. It's only four days and three nights long, but it will seem like endless bliss. You will get an in-person coaching session with me, sunset meditation, sunrise meditation, and beautiful excursions. I'm doing this retreat with my friend Reza Pazuki. It is at a gorgeous place where we will take up the entire small, very private hotel in Holbosch, Mexico. Please consider indulging in this and treating yourself to this luxurious time for you to practice radical self-care and look at who you really are. So until next time, friends, take care.